Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Wolves Fancast, episode 301, we're out of the way now, that 300th, and we're back welcoming you whether it's the evening, morning or afternoon or maybe a bit of a late night fancast session. You know, a few tin- after midnight, yeah. a few tin- after dark, yeah. yeah, a few tinnies, a bit of the smooth fancast listening, <laughs> just just to set you off on that um, near hungover slump. Uh, David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. And we've got Roy Hoops. Hello. Um, oh, it's all it's all good, isn't it? The minute yeah. it's all it's all lovely. It it's finger licking good. I mean. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, End of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. And we'll wait, see please. you next week. <laughs> Thank you for our uh, sponsors, Opera there's, Creative. There's more. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's very good. It, it is. Um, that is literally the podcast. I mean, yeah. right, right. We can't. Yeah. We, we were talking about this before recording that it, yeah. it, it's odd that in, in these kind of episodes, when everything's going well, there's in some ways there's not much to talk about. There's no criticisms, there's no debates on who should come in for who. Uh, although we will have a, 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 a actually have a debate on that with Blues um, later on, but yeah, it's a, yeah, there's not much need for like critical analysis, is there? No, it's like yeah. that's good. We really, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad because yeah. I've left that at home. <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right. As, as, as they were saying there, sort of because, before we came on, it's been a little while since I've done one, and I think you know we you can debate selections even if you've pretty much got it nailed on with someone that's usually. Or is it this player, or is it the other, or is that formation working, and why do we do this? But it's really been very smooth. It's really hard yeah. to pick. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you've really got to be particularly picky to really look at anything like, why did he bring him off in the 65th minute <laughs> instead of the 60th minute? <laughs> Always been a fan yeah. of the 70th minute yeah. in these kind of why games. Why does he keep taking players off when they've scored two goals and not on a hat-trick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Well, we've just put ourselves out of a podcast <laughs> yeah. for that. But if you do decide to keep listening, we are going to be... Obviously, we're <laughs> going to get your wolves uh, tingling praise well, even more. Let's enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, why not? Let's enjoy the ride. Let's see, I say, that's fresh orange squash taste. <laughs> yes. um, so on the, po- vintage. <laughs> on the podcast, we're about to jump into uh, the review against Bolton and we're going to preview the game against Blues. And obviously, Twitter corner, your questions answered. Wolves are non-related. We will talk about them firstly. As you may remember, we did our 300th episode a few weeks ago uh, with Connor Cody, Jack Price and Harry Burgoyne at Molyneux. Just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have listened and thank you to the good people at Wolves and Connor, Jack and Harry for uh, kind of having speaking to us. Uh, Rich and I were there with Adam and they, they were great, weren't they? They were really, really good fun. Um, you know, again, if they are listening, which we assume they have now yeah. subscribed and given us five stars on iTunes, like yes. you all should. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really, really down to earth guys. Um, and you know, they, you know, some of the things that they're chatting about it seems like there's a lot of really, really good team spirit mm-hmm. there at the moment. And you know, I'm sure we all saw the uh, Instagrams at the weekend of them on a jolly down in London. But you know, there seems to be a you know, really good mentality amongst mm. them at the moment. I, I think what got me as well listening to it, um, when you were talking to the guys, the fact that I think Cody was a very much um, keen to stress that the Portuguese guys, that yeah. there was no click, and as Rich was saying there, they've I think they had their Christmas do the weekend, and how they've integrated as well. So we know yeah. they're good players, but I think in terms of the team spirit... I mean, it helps obviously when they're doing well, but it just they just seems to fit into play. I don't know if part of the recruitment as well really has been down to the type of character that they've got mm, into the, yeah. the the side this year and the type of personalities and those who adapt easily. You know, perhaps Bolatini playing abroad and um, you know other Portuguese players playing in Spain and so forth. I think that's helped. But listening to it, it was just like. These are guys who are just enjoying their football. Yeah. Mm. And you can see that on the pitch. Um, that's evident, mm. you know. And they're good players, so... I must say, a couple of things on Cody. A, didn't appreciate how tall he was. Yes, he mm. Like, yeah. you know, I know, I know he's a, effectively a centre-back now. But, like, when you see him in person, there's actually quite a bit more of him than I thought there mm. was. Also, he's got really piercing eyes as well when you make contact, eye contact with him as well. He looks into your soul. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. Looks into your soul. I think there, there was a point in it where sort of we were talking about favourite films, and he was like, "Oh, I like um, Django Chain." I went, "Oh, I preferred Inglorious Bastards." And he went, "Oh, do you now?" And like looked at me. I was like, mm. "Okay, no, I prefer Django." <laughs> 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 
Uh, but it was, but yeah, it was a really good evening. And if you haven't listened, if you just go on SoundCloud or iTunes, you can see it's the previous episode of this, and do go enjoy. Also, Christmas is around the corner, gentlemen. So what better present than some fancast merch? Little oh, plug. God, those links. Yeah, look at that. Wow. Look at that plug. Look at that plug. <laughs> if you go to wallsfancast.com, yeah. click on shop, and you can go to our red uh, bubble page. We've got some nice T-shirts and mugs and cushions. phone cases, cushions. Oh, do you know what? I'm guilty. I haven't got anything yet. I think you, you purchased, haven't you, I, gents? I, yeah. <laughs> of course we purchased, because yeah, yeah. we're yeah. loyal to this podcast. I've about five things. <laughs> just uh, just yeah, to I'll... test out the merchandise and, you know, yeah. to model it. Um, I expect you to make a purchase tonight, Roy, right, after this conversation. Yeah. After you've shamed yeah. yourself. No, I, I will. I, th- I think what we're saying is there are gifts for all the family. Yeah, basically, and, yeah. They, they from, are. From stocking yeah. fillers to... Exactly. You know, well, you know, you've got secret Santa at work. That's always a good yeah. one. Perhaps you know sure someone a secret... who supports another side, or you know, and then you can get them a fancast mug. Yeah. He's a secret fancast fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In all of us. What c- comes into it next? If you listen to the fancast this week, yeah. oh, that that rye, that little scamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if I take it into work and I'm drinking out of it, they'll be like. Bloody hell, does he think he's a yeah. fancast <laughs> mug? Yeah, <laughs> with his t-shirts on on there. Uh, um, so, you, so you can get that. Um, obviously, there is a Teen Kings t-shirt, which all mm. our profits from that do go to Cure Leukemia as well. But if they've gone to wallsfancast.com, click on shop, and you can see our variety of merchandise. I'm sure there's going to be waves of sales after this. Yeah. Waves. Uh, let's talk about then the last game. Then uh, Wolves won 5 1 at home to Bolton Wanderers, which meant that Wolves clear at the top by four points. Uh, Bolly, two from Cav, Bonatini, and Jota got the goals from Wolves. Um, we talked before about. We can't really. Obviously, nothing to criticise, but this was a. Oh, this was a lovely, wasn't it? Back to back, obviously, with a 4 1 against Leeds midweek, but. Before we kind of go into a bit more details, what were people's general thoughts for this win? Yeah, it was like we kind of didn't really get out of third gear, and it felt like if we wanted to, it could have been a lot more. Yeah, it's one of my overriding criticisms so far of Wolves this season is the amount of kind of two nil wins we've had, and it's like you know we've very much kind of got a two nil win and been happy with it Mm. because they know actually. You can consistently do that throughout the season. You're going to be fine. It's like the last couple of days, we've got two nil up inside the first twenty five minutes. Mm. It's like okay, well, we can almost do whatever we want from here. Yeah. And against Leeds and especially Bolton, I mean, Bolton aren't a very good side, mm. and you can see why they are fighting relegation. And they they were undefeated though going to that game. We, we broke the streak. Seven un- undefeated, seven? were they? Yeah. I, yeah, and I, I suppose going into the game, I thought potential there may be a banana skin here's Bolton aside with their history with them. And I guess, you know, I, I suppose a lot of fans have kind of talked between ourselves in terms of this is going too well and when is that slip up mm. around the corner? And that's embedded in being a supporter, I think. So I think leading up to it, I perhaps thought it'd be a little bit more cautious. I thought 2 mm. 1 potentially, but as Rich says, We've had spells in games this season where we haven't, uh, let's put it this way, we've been below par in terms of chances to goals. It hasn't really reflected the good yeah. play and the, the number of chances. And and I think on Saturday it did. I think it was a fair reflection. I of, think if you, you know, look at sort of Wolves' kind of chance creation, we, we kind of go for quality rather than just sheer quantity. And, you know, we kind of get into the right positions and then we'll shoot, we won't just sort of just have a pot shot or like try and scrap it. It's all quite measured, which means sort of our, I think our chance conversion rate's really high, but the amount of chances we actually have is relatively low. And it's um, and, and it's where the goal's are coming from as well. Everywhere. You know, we talk about our merchandise being, you know, variety. There's a lot of variety <laughs> of goals in the team I mean, as well. It's devastating. You know, Bo Lee's yeah. obviously chipped in it again. Douglas has come into form recently with both assists and goal. You know, Jota, Cav. And it also seems like, oh, let's just bring Costa on and he'll get involved in a goal as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and also I think from the outside, you look at the side and go, okay, we're going to be a particular side where we're going to build, we're going to be patient, we might have some long range efforts, we'll have some well worked goals. Well, yeah, we'll have that, but also we'll have a corner, or mm. we'll have, and I'm sure Dave will run through the goals individually, but when we come to it, a real direct finish for the last mm. goal, for yeah. example, yeah. you know. So it's that mixing it up, which is like, if you're a, um, an opposition player, you're like, well, we've got to pick them up at set pieces, 
we've got to look out for the you know you've got, got to do too many problems too much, it's yeah. too much yeah it's like a nice, nice. variety box of yeah. uh, mini cereals you, you get on holiday mm. yes it's really you know, yes. good, good variety there which one to pick yeah. I don't know so you've got to cover so you, all angles Cocoa Pops well, of course, that's the standard yeah. first yeah. pick is Cocoa Pops. I don't know what that translates to in a Wolves lineup, but... I didn't look loose, didn't they? Oh, good oh, choice. Oh, ricicles. Oh, oh, these, these are not the last choices. These are no, ones I'm like... No, are they? These are the ones I'm like, I'm not even bothering with. <laughs> so, gotta, you, so you don't think uh, ricicles is more exciting than your cornflakes, for example? I mean, cornflakes co- quite bland. maybe cornflakes is in that category. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's your Cocoa Pops, it's your Rice Krispies, it's your, it's your uh, Frosties. You it's, your, it's the Holy Trinity. It is is the Bonatini, Jota and Caballero. The problem is you've got to also work out at what point you have them on your holiday because you don't want to have all the good ones when you first get there. And on the day you go, you say cornflakes. Yeah, Yeah, you've got got to get the balance. I saw something on Twitter earlier and people were saying, how do you define how old you are by what you remember as a kid? And and this believe me, this is relevant to the conversation. Um, they were talking about cereals and the free toys. Yeah, oh, basically yes, yes. the fact that mm. what you what cereal you would have, you'd try something new because of the quality yeah. of the toy that mm. was coming with it. Yeah, it could be a terrible cereal, but oh, I want that like, Transformers oh, yeah. toy. Because I mean, with Rice Krispies, yeah. they used to put the toy in the like in the plastic with yep. the cereal rather than like outside yes, and yes. I've got a vivid childish memory of just diving my yep. hand in just first, first thing out. you do first thing you yeah. do making a terrible mess I remember once yeah. where there was a Rice Krispies with like Transformers toys and there were five mm. in there you were just like what's going on this oh, is great yeah. this is great and what were the names the three characters at Rice Krispies Snap, red, crackle, and pop. Snap, crackle, and pop. Snap, yes. crackle, and pop. The adverts. A classic. So you get nostalgia on this as well. <laughs> uh, let's let's football. go. <laughs> let's go back to the football. Uh, we'll quickly go through the goals. Bolly firstly, lovely header, lovely stormy header from mm. Bolly. Joins the Bullet Header Club, uh, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Gets, gets a t-shirt. I mean, can you imagine giving someone like Willy Bolly for size him space six yards out? I, I mm. don't know how he physically gets because he did it against. Um, was it Norwich he scored? Yeah, was but it wasn't, it wasn't as emphatic, though, was it? The, no, the no. no. I, 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 for, I say, some for his side, he doesn't mm. half lose his man. and It was just like he ran in and was like, I have that. You yeah. have that, then. Okay, Mr. Bolly. I want to touch on a bit more about Cavallero in a second, but uh, a couple mm. of goals from him. One from the spot, of course. One mm. from the little turn. Right. The little turn mm. in the second the, half. Oh, when he say, made the man slip. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. With the penalty, I know we were 3 2 nil up or 3 2 1. 2 1, I think. Did it make it 3 1 potentially? I, I think yeah. we were 3 0 up. I think it would have been. Yeah. How was that not a red card? Like, I know the game was kind of done and dusted at that point, but Sace is what? 12 yards out, about to shoot. And admittedly, he's probably got the worst shot mm. in the championship. But I think it was crowded, wasn't it? The box. No, maybe. it wasn't. No. He was no. looking directly at the goal. Mm. Yeah. Would he be classed as last man? Well, it's, it's it's about denying a goal scoring opportunity, and I struggle to see how it can't be denying not a goal scoring opportunity if he's about to shoot mm. because that's like the you know opportunity. Uh, like it doesn't mean anything because as I say we strolled to a five one win, mm. but like if that's a what nil nil and the boat's got not been sent off, I don't. Mm. I don't get it, you know. Bloody referees! But we scored. We scored. Yeah. Um, we'll go back to Kevin and say, but Bonatini with a header as well to make it two 0 But again, this just the build, up, the build up to it. But also, yeah. the shot, which I presume is it's blocked by the keeper initially. Yes. And, and then the, the patience of Bonatini just to wait and go. Mm. Yep. There you go. Header. I mean, great. The, the, the pass from Neves to start with. Yeah. Out of this world, but I think the pace which it moves, I. Bonatini's got such good movement and to be able to anticipate mm. it. He didn't have to move. It was not like he had to sort of bust a gut to like win a diving header. He just knew where where Jot was going to mm-hmm. stick it. Uh, then near the end, Jota's goal. The, the, well, mm. more so first, the pass from Ruddy. Yeah. You know, slice of the ball across. It was a great. problem like, have that. Yeah. Just 
just the composure again of Jota, but I think the directness and, and we'll talk about the different ways in which you can build up play. Um, and obviously with the, the, the Cavalero goal and you know the build up with Costa when he came on was so effective with that goal. But th- this one was just fantastic mm. by Ruddy. Yeah. And I think there's been arguments about Ruddy. We talk about being contentious in terms of selections. There hasn't really been, but mm. I think we've all discussed about you know Norris and Ruddy, mm. and and I think that's you know an opinion people perhaps have split on. And you know you look at some of the goals that I concede, but then you look at some of the saves. And I, I think for me, for the now, he justifies his place. And I think part of that is his distribution as well. Mm. I think on a number of occasions, and particularly playing the style of play that we do, and the players being so comfortable on the ball. Mm. And when it leads to a goal, I mean, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it was almost just sort of one of those things where they know when to use it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, one of the things that frustrates me when you watch football is that sometimes it's not about doing something, it's about when not to do something. And I've seen, you know, goalkeepers at walls. And, you know, it, it, we all want to see the ball distributed out quickly. But half the time if you're actually not particularly good at clearing it you'll overhit it and you know it won't mm. actually happen but Bolton committed about half I think as soon as they got it to 3-1 they went 4-4-2 which was a dream for us because it mm. meant that we just had space to absolutely dominate and you know if we tried to do that, a goal like that in the first half I doubt it would have yeah, gone yeah. in but to do it at that point in the game against tired legs it you know, just sort of shows how they're kind of managing those situations and knowing, you say, what tactics to use mm. when they need to. Uh, let's uh, briefly just touch on a Bolton goal as well. Just a bit of a rare mistake from Ryan Bennett. He's been mm. doing quite well and yeah. then just kind of led to the goal and, I think and I, that was it. Um, in the first, well, it was in the first minute, Cody gave the ball, um, so he passed it straight to a Bolton player in the box. And I remember saying that because of how we play, there is an incredibly strong likelihood we're going to concede a goal like that this season mm. where we don't anticipate where a player is running or we're just a bit lazy and it gets cut out. Almost like our Cavalero's goal in a way where it's just a bad pass. Yeah. But we've just got to accept it. And it was almost like that Ryan Bennett one, like they're told that try and pass to Neves. If he comes looking for a pass to him, and it was a short pass... Neves maybe could have been quicker on it, you know, to get there. But it, it's. I think everyone's reaction was like, "Okay, right, it's three-one now. Right, let's go and score then." Yeah. Um, Whereas before, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh no!" Yeah. Well, it, the yeah. comeback started. Yeah. I, I think it's, as Rich says there, it's the fact that the football's so intricate that they don't look to who feel field mm. and play safety, and also probably because of the confidence that they've got in these players. <laughs> And if the ball's a little bit stray or a little bit off, they'll still be able to retrieve it. So I think, yeah, you take you take that. But I think it, at the time it was quite bizarre because it was like, oh, OK, well, they've got one. Yeah. Not like we are taking pity on them. You just knew, and as you referred to earlier, that they weren't even at the best on Saturday for me. I thought they were far better against Leeds. Mm. Part of that is the opposition, don't get me wrong, Bolter are a weaker side than Leeds at the moment. But... Um, and they, you, you only raise it to how the extent mm. that you need to. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll go on to Nevis in a moment. I just had, I had a thought occurred to me that, you know, potentially you talk about criticism. Could Nevis have came off early and avoided a booking and then he would have been mm. available for the weekend? Um, perhaps a bit of game management there, but God, you'd but be I mean, very, I, really critical, you know. I mean, to, I thought, and I thought. Uh, Jota wasn't amazing in the first start. I thought that no. he was actually sort of giving away some quite sloppy passes and then he got booked which I don't think was a booking but you know there was a point where we could have took him off and actually it's great that we've kind of and to be fair we've got a week off effectively or a week mm. without a game yep. so actually I think they've been sort of quite um, happy to play the same team three games in a week yeah, knowing that um, we've got this period. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's talk about uh, Cavalero then, who, especially in this month, it's just it's just turned it round completely. What four yeah. goals in four games? Oh, I think must be. Yeah. But his general play is really good, and this is the kind of player who, perhaps last season, some of us spoke about. Oh, just just don't see it. You know, you can see mm. a spark, and just don't see it. And then you know, in the last month or so, we've seen this player that we thought what well, <laughs> we were going to get potentially at the start of last season. I think. 
last season he always played his he always played better when he played with Costa and when they were both fit mm. and especially when he sort of played that kind of attacking midfield while he had Costa to his right and he had players to link up with again similar to someone like Sace that he plays better when he's next to when he's closer to better players and I think Caballero's just sort of taken that and ran with it you know he's got a centre forward inside of him so he's actually got someone to whip a decent ball in he's got Doherty to give him the cover mm-hmm. and he's got someone to feed him through balls when he needs to um, you know I think you say the quality is obviously there I think they've done a lot of work on his game as well because you know last season he played very as a left winger cutting in mm-hmm. and I was always it sounds bad I, I'm always a bit sceptical of that because you know it's almost a one trick pony and you know you'll, you'll get someone like an Arjen Robin who you know he, he's got he's got a special move um, like Mortal Kombat isn't it it's just like <laughs> K.O. yeah it's like all I'm going to do is cut inside and have a shot but Jota's uh, sorry Caballero has sort of proven actually he can hug a touchline and he can knock in a cross mm. and it, or he can come in off the touchline he can use his left foot which he wasn't doing when he was actually playing on the left or you know he can do a multitude of things and even when he's swapped over when Costa comes on he can almost do what he was doing last season and cutting on his right mm. and sort of you know you say f- four goals in a month I think I was looking at um, sort of our goal tallies and it's conceivable we'll probably have four players who will get into double figures I reckon this season which is very nice to see you know you've got Bonatini nice. who's already Crazy. there Jota's on nine now yeah I think so yeah Caviero's now on six I think ah, okay He's like, well, he's at least on four, mm. and I'm pretty sure he scored at least once before that. And I'd maybe take a bet on Costa getting double figures as well. If he has a late second half, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if they're doing a bit more rotation. But um, I, I'd be fascinated to find the net. I was going to say when the last time three Wolves players got into double figures, but it might have been like three seasons ago with Sacco, Dicko, and Afobi. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but four, I'd love to know. Yeah. But I was just thinking back there in terms of last season, and then we talked at the end of the pod about goals, and our strikers combined didn't get what Joss has got this year. Yeah. They didn't get double figures, you know, between Bob Varson and, and, and Dicko. I mean, but Cavallero, I, I must admit, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I was really frustrated with him last season. Mm. And I think part of the frustration was because you knew there was a hell of a player there. And for whatever reason, and... and which may be right in terms of the players that are around him, the change in manager, the change in, in style. Um, I mean, that first half against Leeds, I thought he was unplayable. Mm. I thought, And what got me as well was his strength. His, yeah. You know, yeah. the way he, you know, uh, and Joss is very similar in terms of his, um, you know, ability to hold players off. But I thought the first half Cavalero was fantastic. I still think, and it's only my opinion, that Costa's a better player. That's just mm. my opinion. But absolutely, Cavalero deserves a place in the side, and um, he could, you know, he's having a fantastic. It's almost season. getting to uh, the point now that I, I think we can almost officially declare Costa is 100% now. I think. I think there's been glimpses. I mean, certainly on the you uh, know the last couple of games yeah. and. And yes, uh, you know, fantastic goal for Cavallero when he, he turns the player in and he, and he mm. scores. But the build-up play from was, Costa was, yeah. was fantastic. Well, the pass to him, it could yeah. have got, you know, to, to pick him out. And against Leeds, I think when he was on path now, Costa, I thought it was really good. And, you know, it was nice to see him score the penalty. Mm. And although it went through Andy, paper mache hands, Blomager... <laughs> Uh, you know, it, they all kind of count. Yeah, I think, exactly. that, I think that you know did quite a lot for him as well. Got the monkey off its yeah. back, as it yeah. were. Just comes back, gets the goal. Yeah, done and dusted. Rich, I want to touch on a piece you've written recently for WolvesFanCast.com. Little plug there, of course. Yeah. On Sace. Yes. Did you talk about he's the perhaps the underrated star of this I team? I think. Yeah. I mean, a lot's kind of given to applaud. It's of Jota, Neves, and Bonatini, but I don't know. I think. All teams kind of need that player, and almost 
you know, someone who is going to do a bit more sitting and just clean up any of the mess. And thankfully, Wolves haven't had a lot of messy situations this year. But you'll no- notice the amount of times he just sort of picks the ball off the halfway line, usually near um, sort of the vacant space of a fullback, and just sort of pick it off and pass it around. And you know, more and more, he just seems to like just be controlling that extra little bit mm. um, you know we don't ne- you know we don't need necessarily I was going to say almost like an old fashioned Carl Henry or Paul Ince to properly sit but he kind of just manoeuvres across that halfway line um, you know and I think it, it shows in his form and his confidence at the moment how fur- much further forward he's getting and you know I joked he had the he got fouled for a penalty when he was about to shoot and you know the amount of times I've seen in the last sort of four games he's banana a shot over the bar but actually it's because I think he's actually feeling a lot more confident in a Wolf shirt and part of it is down to playing with better players yeah. I think a large part of it's due to the manager same with yep, Calero yeah, yeah. actually that yeah. they're they're in a system that suits all of them mm. so Calero and Costa are getting to play high over the pitch um, and getting to play wider and, you know, issue that Wolves were having last season. I remember that, you know, there were points where we had all our players in our half and, you know, they just weren't being able to get of a pitch. Now we've got, we give them that opportunity. With Sace, you know, he's in a midfield with someone who he's always, he knows that Neves will always be an option for him. And because he knows that, Sace will always be an option for Neves. So automatically they're just mm-hmm. getting all this ball and, you know, I think it's going to be quite telling, I think, on Monday when we're without Neves. Because um, I'm a bit anxious Ooh, without him. A little bit more on that later. Yeah, on, yeah. of I course. On, on Sace, if, if I may as well. I, I, you I, may, oh, right. Thank yeah. you. Um, I, I, I did read the blog, and I would encourage you all to do so. And I think what Rich was referring to in the blog, it wasn't a surprise to see Sace do so well this year. Because mm. when he came in... I think you mentioned there was a lot of interest from other clubs, there were some big clubs linked with him, and it was a bit of a coup to sign him from um, the French League. And then he had that performance, which is quite infamous now for different reasons, at Newcastle away, for example, where he looked particularly good. And we signed him for a decent amount of money as well, I believe. So I think everybody thought this is a player, but for whatever reason it didn't happen. And Mm. I think that has to be down to the style Lambert, I think Lambert preferred Price a lot last I year. If I, I remember sort of as when well. he came and, uh, in, I think also where to play because he plays centre half as well for Morocco. Yeah, um, I think sort of he, he's kind of quite a confusing player in, in those yeah. regards. And last season, we only well, he didn't fancy Evans and he didn't really fancy Savile in centre midfield, so it was kind of left with all these players. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you <laughs> forgot that Savile played. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but actually, he needed, you know, so he's either going to have to be a price who's too defensive and he's not dynamic enough, or he's going to be with Dave Edwards who will be playing centre forward. So he's kind of not got someone yeah. who suits him next mm. to him. You know, he almost needed, and it's going to sound odd when I say this, Lee Evans, but a better Lee Evans. Mm. If you know what I mean, because I, I, I like his first DVD or his <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a Wembley <laughs> tour. Twi- talk, tw- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, but do you also, know what I mean? Like, yeah, actually, needed someone who he's you know he can yeah. pick the ball off. He's always you know he's got someone to pass to who can then spread the ball to the other flank, mm. which I think Evans or Kevin McDonald or someone like that. Yeah, or, Kevin yeah, McDonald yeah. would probably yeah yeah well. But I, I think also fairness last year. Timing is everything, and I, I think when Lambert came in, he probably looked at Sace and thought, "We're a bit of a rocket, but yeah. we might be skirting with relegation." Does he fancy it? Does he fancy it? So he went with the Championship players, where Sace has had a pre-season, and Nuno was quite clearly evidence mm. that this guy's a very good footballer, and uh, yeah, as part of the midfield, he's been he's been fantastic. Now, uh, another topic that was heated debate in our little group chat, our private group chat, where we talk about all things that no one else can see. <laughs> all things is uh, about the North Bank people of the North Bank are leaving early on Saturday quite heated I mean people were throwing accusations that we can't repeat yeah. but um, <laughs> what, what, what is everyone's thoughts in terms of now is this in terms of I mean I was just monitoring this chat <laughs> laughing my head off um, is it in terms of people leaving in general 
the North Bank in general leaving? A mixture of both? Oh, Where do people's gripes okay. go with this? To tackle the first one, I don't ever see why you'd want to leave a football game early. Unless you've got like a really valid reason, which I'm guessing, like, why would you be at a football mm. game when you know how long it goes on for and how long it takes for you to get yep. out? Like, you know, a game of football is 90 minutes. And oh, caveat though, carry on. But I think yeah. there is reason. But yeah, carry <laughs> I, on. I, yeah. I, I, the official reason yeah. is one right. I feel like, I don't know, I, don't I feel like there might be a debate <laughs> about to happen here, guys. <laughs> but also, like I, I don't know. I think it can sometimes tilt. A, there, there's a thin line with Wolfsands between the joking around between you know North Bank, South Bank, and the stereotypes they do. But it, sometimes it's fun. Other times, I kind of don't see the point, and like it can get worked up into a situation. Because you know, I, I you know I've got a season ticket in the South Bank, which is fine. But there are people who leave the South Bank early, and you know that I think people like take quite a lot in terms of and take quite a lot of pride in sort of where they sit. It's territorial, games. And, yeah. and, and on that point, it was quite interesting because. Um, I, I've gone match to match this year where I can and I was actually in the South Bank on Saturday and on that point it was quite humorous because um, they were having a go at the Steve Ball stand and then mm. the guy got particularly worked up and like we're all walls we're all walls we're all together <laughs> and I think it's a little bit pantomime and we have jokes in the group about where you sit in the stand and stuff I had a season ticket for years in the Billy Wright and got absolutely slated for it but mm. I was quite happy in there to be honest <laughs> Quite comfortable. I got a drink. Fine. It was. Fu- it was. All, it was all good. You know. You sit where you want to sit, or you stand where where you want to stand. Um, but so there is that pantomime between South Bank mm. and North Bank. Um, but in in regards to leaving early, I think I get it. In in respect of, you know, I can't go on this podcast and be hypocritical and slate people for leaving early in general because there's been times where I've been in the pub prior to the game finishing, but this has been times where. You know, I applaud anybody who stopped to the end when we were being beaten 5 1 against West Brom <laughs> mm. because that was horrible to watch. Mm. And I didn't trust myself stopping any longer. I had to go because I was that wound up. And also, the Hoddle era. And, you know, on a Wednesday night and you're losing 1 0 to, to Barnsley, I, I'm not holding the now to say I will stop to the 90th minute. Mm. However, however, and here's the thing I haven't been fortunate to go to as many games this year, but when I have, Sit the Leeds game. The irony where the fans were singing to the Leeds, you know, you may as well go home. And then the North Bank went, are they referring to us? Because they all started going. <laughs> well, we might go <laughs> then. Well, all right, lads, let's get That's a good idea. And I thought, well, the Leeds fans aren't going because it's a Wednesday night and they're going to have to wait for the coach because the trains aren't particularly great. Yeah. They weren't going. And then on Saturday was the same. And I think... You can make our arguments, but generally, I agree. I think it, you know you are watching the most fantastic football. And I'll probably speak for all of here of our generation. We are. It's absolutely brilliant, and particularly on a Saturday afternoon, and when you're scoring five goals at home, I don't get it. Is it? Is you there? Know. Is there a sense that you get to? I know we've had a lot people of late say goals. They have to leave, Mr. Traffic. It, yeah, but, but is is there a sense that people people live in Codstall and they're using that argument? I get it. You're going to Cornwall, <laughs> or you've got a train to catch. Yeah. But is, you know, is is there a sense? Oh, I've, I've completely forgot my point. I was going to write there. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> you, you, you Dave, Dave was trying to work out the time and taste at the console. And then it's like I've got. Yeah, that's what. City. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Is it is it that there's like goals? We've had a lot of recent wins. It's become comfortable. Then people go, okay, well, that's it. Don't just sit. I will leave early because of the traffic, maybe. But do, yeah. I, I'm just, just sit. Oh well, if I leave now, I'm. I'll it's just not miss. been on the night fish, but then. Yeah. Is that? But people know. still. I'm sure people will. Think, no, people, obviously, please let us know yeah, on, on Twitter yeah. and yeah. Facebook like, and let us still, know what you think. You know, people will. Probably the same people who will go at, you know, 85 minutes will go no matter what the score is mm. because. Yeah, they have a routine or they yeah. Yeah, and you know, part of me kind of. Gets it, but you know, if they, you know, nice percentage don't have to, and that's the thing. Yeah. And I am with you on it, but I can't say, sit here and say I've never done it because I have. But certainly this season, why would I want to leave? You know, if I miss that next bus or miss that, yeah, why not? Because you're, uh, you're spoiled. We're going, going with Wolves right in a minute. You might miss like two or three goals. Well, in the yeah, last like, yeah, you know, we joked about the start, but you know, the amount of two nil wins we've had, like you know, why the team scores in the eighty seventh minute. And, it's and you go, oh, I'm gone. 
Yeah. You know, you well, you like even if you end up drawing two two, I'd still want to see what happens because you know that's drama. That's like the stuff that gets you on the edge of your seat, even if it's you know not great. You know, Ian Holloway went on a bit of a rant. Fans who left mm, early, in the, in the two all keep you. Yeah, so they were two nil. So they were two nil down and end up sort of clawing it back late doors. Mm. Um, I've got a certain thing about a manager doing it. I must say, because yeah, I you know, think churlish too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the then wider, again, yeah. our manager's not at all churlish. So no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, let's just be the wider point is I think yeah. the players deserve if yeah. you can. Mm. And if it's safe to do so, and if you really don't have to vote back, just stop to the end. Because actually, if they're put in the performances that they are, then isn't it nice for you know you don't go to the theatre and go before the end and then nobody to catch you <laughs> off. Yeah. So it, when it, you've seen a really good performance, if you can, I think the players deserve that respect. And uh, oh, you don't want to look up and that. Yeah, but you know, I never thing. thought of it that way. You go to yeah. like a a, a theatre show and Ooh. like ten minutes before the end. You know what? We might miss the traffic. Can we go? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I suppose there's a story. They're going to reveal who the killer is. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'll read online. Yeah. It's all right. I'll well, you want to thank them if you've paid your money. Yeah. But they've done a good show. So whilst you can, but we will get people who also actually talking politics. You know, I've got to go, and I got yeah, and I get that, and I'm on board with that. And it's not as easy to say that when a lot of us live locally, and it's mm. not so much of a big issue. But if it's the difference between getting to the bar quicker or not, then really, come on, five minutes. Yeah. I need that point, though, Roy. I know. I need that point. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, why are you handshaking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go back on to uh, to Nuno then. Obviously, Nuno and Parky got uh, sent off, didn't they? Parky, 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 Parky. My guest this evening. I can't. I can't do his voice, obviously. Um, but yeah, they got sent off, and you know, Nuno seemed to kind of insinuate that you know this kind of happens all the time. It, it kind of perhaps mm. was a bit overblown. Oh, but in the last few weeks, you kind of got the feeling this was coming for one game. This is going to be quite funny, really, because yeah. I missed that because I was going for a drink at half time. And I heard something go off. Well, uh. I think um, there'd been. I think Jot had gone in one of their players, mm. and then Weeta then went. Bench went up yeah, as well. And yeah. Weeta went very heavily on Jota, so all the Wolves bench got up, as well as Nuno's already out there. To which, that point, the Bolton bench all got up. And, you know, well, you've Parkinson's got Parkinson sense, yeah. get, going out of his technical area. Mm. So I'll give a fourth official about how they're reacting. Then Nuno then reacts to his reaction because of... <laughs> and uh, to be fair, a lot of it is... I think they, they both kind of came out afterwards. And, you know, I think they kind of shook hands. And I think... They're both probably annoyed at the decision, so they both mm. had this shared annoyance. That it's just like, well, we're okay with it. We're happy to be, you know, we're happy to have this argument, and you know, we'll shake hands at the end of it. But I think they're only saying that because they both feel that they've been. Um, they weren't in each other's face or anything. No, they I mean, were. This is something which that I've seen all the time. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I yeah. kind of. One of my again another criticism I actually have of oh. Nuno. I was gonna say there's a, a couple. It's actually but, criticisms. Yeah, but actually I, I don't like the way the bench reacts. And I don't like how he reacts sometimes. And I can appreciate that actually you know it's not great that our players are getting kicked off the ball. But you know to have that mentality to get everyone to jump up because it is something that isn't. Game it's, management, you would call it though, and yeah. I agree with you. I don't like to but see you know, if it's on I, the I, other I, end, but I, it's protecting your players as well. Yeah, and you know, like I, 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 I'd find it distasteful yeah. if, you know, whenever we got fouled, if all and to be fair, it stopped a bit. But there's a time about three or four years ago, if you remember, when like the team would give away a foul and then they get crowded by the referee. It still happens a lot in like yeah. Spanish football, mm. and you know, and to be fair, it's yeah. it's not a cultural thing because Lambert's bench used to do it last season, and mm. I know a lot of. Clubs got annoyed at it as well. I'm pretty sure Zenga did as well. And I, I just don't feel it's befitting, to be honest, as yeah. someone who's a very, you know, very charming guy um, to behave in that way. Because I don't think it's needed. That, that's the problem. Mm. We're, you know, he doesn't need to react like that. And also, it's not actually working. Mm. You know, rea- reacting like that isn't probably going to get us more decisions. Because you know, well, there's no official news yet whether he'll miss the game against Birmingham on Monday. But you would presume so if he's been sent off. But mm. we shall see. A uh, gentleman, there's other 
point I wanted to make, but just quickly, there was that recent Sun article about suggesting Wolves could be the most attractive football the Championship ever seen. Has anybody read that? I did see. I think you know they compared it to perhaps the Reading team who mm. had a good tally in Newcastle. I can only speak because it's Wolves, so I can only comment. It's the best side I've seen. I mean. You know, with the season when we, you know, took Forest apart five nil with Kitely and Jarvis and Blake, you know, etc. was great. Yeah, it? but th- this is best side I've seen, but I can't compare it to other Championship yeah. sides. And it is November. Yeah, Just this is by far the best football I've seen us yeah. play. Um, I think only time will kind of tell if I, I, I do think we're probably better than the. McCarthy side, no, I do. but okay. you know, yeah. say it is a results-driven business, and you know, business is good. Right. And the point tally at the end, yeah, we could get the record points no. in that. Okay, I can't remember. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, though, but no. So we're saying 110 points. <laughs> <laughs> um, the final point for this game, then, gentlemen, working man's man of the match. Ooh. It's so much to choose from. Who are you going to pick as your? Um, you're giving you your top in your cap. You're giving the full pack of Carly. Who's your working man, man of the match? Oh, I'd probably because he got two goals, and as Ryan said, he was pretty unstoppable. Uh, Cavalero, Cavalero. I would say Cav as well. Five goals, but also work rate. So yeah, absolutely. I will also pick Cavalero. Hat trick okay. for Cavalero. Well done, Three Cavs. The cap and four pack are on its way to you in some imaginary posts. <laughs> Uh, we'll touch on the game then on next Monday night. It's the derby, the first one of the season against Blues. Oh, actually, no, second derby. Of the I season. was going to say, yeah. play, uh, it's first one against Birmingham Bir- City. Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for the correction. Uh, so it's a Monday night. Um, it's on Sky, as far as I'm aware. It is, I, I assume believe, so. Yeah. So you can all snuggle in yes. on, a, on a cold winter's yeah. evening if you, if you, if you want to. Um, um, Birmingham, 21st in the table at the moment, just two points above the relegation zone. That could obviously change before the game. The weekend, their last game, they drew one all away with Sheffield United, which was a good result for them, actually. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they were winning. They on Sky Clark as well. Yeah, obviously, that Clark can't well. stop scoring, can they? That's it. Going to I mean, Russia. <laughs> game on the plane. <laughs> what Siberia? Yeah. <laughs> um, next club. Yeah. Last season at St Andrews, we won three world three one uh, early into Zenga's reign. Uh, that was obviously followed by that very poor two one defeat at Molyneux. <laughs> what are you uh, saying, Dave? Are you leading on to something? <laughs> David. Um, it's different now. Yes, yeah, so look at the key players for their bo- uh, Boger, is it? Boger, you say? Boger? Josser. Josser. They've no, got for Birmingham. They've got Brentford Strotter. Uh, but they've also got a bogger, haven't they? Who's like second highest scorer? Adam Che Adams as well. has got five Chay goals. Che Adams. Is I'm, I'm not up on Birmingham knowledge at the moment. Um, um, obviously, with Steve Cottrell in charge, mm. but I mean, it just it just keeps going worse and worse for them ever since the yeah, whole yeah, get, get rid of Rowett. Crazy, <laughs> Rowett, brilliant manager, absolutely brilliant manager. Um, they've got some decent players. From what I have seen, I haven't seen a lot of them. I'm not going to say I have when I haven't, but I think Che Adams is looks a decent player. Um, and of course they're going to be up for it as well uh, Cottrell's been at the club a little while so but yeah I mean we're confident aren't we of course well their um, um, their last uh, win in general was a 1-0 home win against Cardiff funny enough. that was October yeah, that was the, the o- okay. night, wasn't it, I it was think, October yeah. the 13th that game mm. so it's, it's going to be a good month and a half away since then yeah is this one of these and we've we talked about it, is it going to screw up at one point but is this mm. one of these games where it's on the telly Birmingham are going to be desperate for something that there is a a little banana skin here that could happen or is it going to be a body scores after 13 minutes and we can just relax as usual I don't know I think it, it's we were talking earlier weren't we you're ingrained as a supporter and I'm sure anyone listening to this can relate that you always think something around the corner is going to go wrong and a derby game and particularly against someone like the Blues then being at home you think that has potential for it you know Nevis is suspended maybe somebody comes in doesn't put together as good performance and it kind of the script's written but we've unwritten the script a number of times this year we've unwritten the script when Mm. we played Leeds where the previous night Sheffield United had slipped up so I thought we're not going to win against Leeds yeah, because it's a typical Wolves. Typical, typical Wolves. Beat, typical Wolves yeah. on Saturday, and we we passed. We the beat test. Reading away, which we haven't yeah. done in years. We beat Derby away, which we haven't done in years. Beat Hull away, yeah. yeah. We, you know, it, I mean, it, more with the game with Preston three 0 up. They bring it back to three two. You're just thinking this is going to be a, an equaliser, mm. and, yeah. and held on. 
and, and very right. So, we, so I think on on that basis. Um, so six nil wolves is what yeah. we're saying. I think a 3-0 win. Mm, uh, standard. You know. Let's talk about Nevers yeah. then. Obviously, he's uh, suspended due to his uh, amount of yellow cards. He's accrued. Um, who comes in for him? You've got people like Undai, we've got Price, uh, we've got Conor Ryan. Conor Ryan wouldn't go there, would he? I think that's where he sees bit. himself long term. But, but perhaps Undai and Price would be the, y- your two options. Yeah, yeah, for I, me. I think I'd go and die. You'd go and die. Um, and I would also go and die. No, and yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, I think that those two. I think the physicality of Endai, I think for yeah. the Blues would be a good choice. Um, I think yeah. it, it's a shame we, without Nevers. I know, sort of, you know, group chat was sort of saying, well, it's almost a bit of a blessing in disguise because it is going to be a bit of a physical encounter, yeah. and maybe having someone like Endai in there mm. will be good. But at the same time, I do think Nevers kind of rises above any of that physicality and it's not like he doesn't mm. get stuck in but I yeah. still don't see why you wouldn't you know we're, st- we're going to miss who is you know his creativity yeah, yeah. You know. There's, there's no obvious changes you would make for this game unless you did a rotation but they're no, going to have I, a good break on yeah I, I, I can very much see it being the same team with probably in dying mm. there yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll he, go with that. he might swap out Douglas but I don't think I think just to, just because if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I think Costa's very very close. Yeah. And I think you're saying Ali, he's he's 100 he, fit now, so he's very very. He's close. sort of a poor poor, poor performance away yes. uh, from someone like Jota or Cav yeah. to yeah. get him there. Yeah. And yeah. you know, same with Danny Bart because I thought Danny Bart when he's played this season has been great. Mm. And I think he came out for Brian Bennett, who again hasn't put a foot wrong apart from mm. um, on Saturday. You know. I think he could be very critical and drop Benny. I don't think he will. I think, no, I think, I think he'll, he'll, he'll yeah. quite he'll hard. Defense, yeah. Yeah. He? yeah. Yeah. He'll, like Richard, we'll, we'll keep that same side mm. apart. Um, yeah. with, uh, I guess we'll undie it another day. Yeah. Say, oh, so. oh, oh, Mr. Bond. It, I like it. <laughs> I love it. I love that one. Um, so, I don't know much to say really with Blues. And problem, obviously, we'll know. No. The situation on the table before the game, we hope, obviously, there's an opportunity to perhaps expand that lead. Ooh. Be lovely, no. but let's do predictions then. I know it's very early on. Oh, this Tuesday not recorded. You've still got under a week before the game <laughs> kicks in. Uh, but Blues versus Wolves, the uh, the second mm. derby of the season. Um, I three nil. I will go with three nil. Three nil. Three nil to Wolves. Yeah. What are you going for, Rich? I'm going to go. What are you going for? Two nil. Two nil. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Nuno special. Two nil. You know, I like I like a good standard two 0 Yeah, <laughs> okay, we can say it's quite. I remember the days where we had a standard one one. Yeah, or a standard nil nil under jacket. Just like yeah, <laughs> I think this is still ingrained in me as, as a Wolves oh, fan. No, you're gonna get a draw, right? No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna have, for, t- I'm gonna two have two for two one, yeah. two one win. Okay. <laughs> I think you can have one of those where we do actually we get the goal. You know, nice. You know, halfway through the first half and second half, get the goals. Mm. And then blues, you know, yeah, yeah, blues, you know, about 80, 83rd minute, just one in, <laughs> yeah. and you just think, oh no, no, yeah. just don't, don't lose the blues. Where maybe like, and maybe like a, dis- like a iffy decision as well, yeah. like mm. a yeah. potential penalty they should have got or an offside. And then you watch us win four 0 and rub it in my face, <laughs> which wow. I don't mind that. I mean, yeah. you rub my face like that. Uh, so that's blues for you, right? Let's uh, finish off, gentlemen. With oh, actually, before we finish off, didn't want to see uh, Neil Warnock's comment saying that oh, one of the worst uh, decisions he yeah. made was to not have the Wolves job and yeah. he took the Leeds job. It's been yeah. weird that comment. It was something like that he basically was given the Leeds job without an interview. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've seen people have different views on this. I quite like Warnock. I'm, I must I must say I think he's a good character and I think he can get you out of the division. Um, as he's, you know, he's got the, probably the best track record out mm-hmm. there. He's probably been a bit tongue in cheek and a little bit of mind games. I think Perhaps. Neil yeah. Warnock is one of those characters. As football fans, if he's not your manager, you love to hate him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. if, if he was your manager, you would embrace yeah. the yes. character yeah. and the, the really the siege mentality. Yeah, mm. he provides. Like it, it, I, I'm, I think you've hit the nail on the head there because I <laughs> he sort of you can see how easily he winds up opposition players, yeah. fans, managers. Mm. You know, he's had a long running one with Wolves because we've always been near yeah, thereabouts yeah. of yeah. whatever club he's managed. But you say, I think if he had been Wolves manager at one point, I think that attitude, I think Wolves fans would have actually quite endeared yeah, to. Yeah. Same, same with McCarthy when he yeah. was a manager, yeah. but as soon as we were without him, oh, he's dull old mate. Yeah. We're actually yeah. we're, we're fine for three, four, five seasons with him. Hmm. 
You know yeah, what I mean? You know, you know uh, initially he people would be like, "Oh, why are we why are we high Warnock?" But as soon as a couple of wins come in, and he, he has that yeah. little character in his match. What, do you know what he said about? Uh, I think it was in a different quote, but um, it was something like, "Oh yeah, we'll just see how you know we we keep going." I mean, Wolves will probably spend twenty million in January. Yeah, which some people said was was it like a little veiled dig? It, it wasn't yeah, even it was, veiled, yeah. was it? But if, got, but if we've got the money, yeah, yeah. We're spend it. We're gonna spend <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. What um, I'm supposed to do? <laughs> What we're supposed to do, not spend it? <laughs> Good on it's better to live rich and die rich. That's he, all I'm he saying. Was on, um, he, there was an interview with him on Football Focus, I think, and he he talked about somebody else had, had, who played under Brian Clough. Had said that, you know, with Brian Clough, I think Neil Warnock asked, what was it like to play for him? And, and this guy said, you know, if you saw him down the street, you wouldn't give him a moment. You know, you wouldn't acknowledge him. But once I'm on that football field, I, I'd die for him. Mm. And that's what he's, and he was saying, that's what he wants his players to do it. He comes across really well. I've seen other people say when you meet him, he's a really nice guy. He yeah, comes across yeah. well. Mm. But I think it's just the sense of, as football fans, we just love to love to hate him. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Massively. Yeah. He's doing a good job. So when, yeah. well, I, Terrible I, I football, think, but yeah. good, good job. <laughs> but they, they won't finish above us. No. no. Until we. I was going to say, the, no. the, that is more of a few result. Like, I, I don't really care what happens in terms of the rest of the season, but I'd love us. I would love it if we could beat. Uh, Cardiff and Sheffield United mm. um, in the return leg. Mm. Yeah, like I'm not not first about with QPR or such, but to no. like really kind of put someone like that back in there. There's a, a long, obviously, still a long season to go. But if you look at the results, the QPR one is an odd one in context. Yeah. Well, they've had yeah. a couple of like big wins mm. against higher league, high position opposition. They beat Sheffield United after yeah. us. Yeah, they did. They did yeah. yeah, they did. That, that game could have gone either way though. But I just, I, I think we found it difficult. It sounds such an excuse, but it is a um, very small pitch mm. at QPR, and I think we struggled to get into any rhythm that game. Yeah, but mm. it seems odd in the context of the season. Absolutely. Let's do the final part of the podcast. It's everyone's favourite bit. It's oh, Twitter. Yeah. It's Twitter corner. We've oh, not heard any of the last. Yeah. Yeah. No. So um, skip to fifty-eight minutes. Yeah. This is where everybody skips to. So this is your chance to uh, ask us your. Wolves uh, or non-Wolves related questions and we will of course answer them uh, we start with Alan or oh, Al, Al Fellows Bennett who says who would you rather fight Willy Bolly or John Ruddy oh, who are you fighting you got some boxing gloves on or MMA gloves or spandex for wrestling I think I'd go with Bo- Bolly yeah. um, well I know I, I know when I was listening to the, the podcast last they said he was a little lose his concentration just yeah. like Cody was saying so and the way he comes out of defence maybe might be a little bit relaxed. Whereas I think Ruddy, well, Ruddy can volley a ball, can't he? So, you know, yeah. he's got some strong thighs on him. That's uh, really wrong. This <laughs> um, <laughs> is taking a turn. Yeah. You wouldn't want John Ruddy to put you in a submission hole then. That's no, that's say, exactly yeah. where yeah, I was yeah. coming from. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would go bowling, but I wouldn't fancy my chances with Rich, them. Rich, do you fight? I mean, it depends on like what context. Because when I'm hitting fight, I'm thinking like... I'm not thinking in a ring. I'm thinking like pub car park for some yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm naturally going to get in a fight, apparently. Yeah, and uh, I just would not want to get in a fight with Willy Polly. I, no. I think that would be my thing. Like you know, again, I think his eyes. I think he. I think he mm. could like, you know, knock me out just with a glance, <laughs> rather than actually, like uh, you know. Let's be honest. I'm not going to be able to take either of them. No, but you, you no. imagine Rudy has big hands. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you know the punches might be quite hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see. I'm thinking um, like David Hay versus uh, the Ukrainian boxer a few years ago. Who's about six oh, foot eight. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Whose name I probably should remember. Uh, I don't know who would fight in that. I mean, I would just say, <laughs> look over there. <laughs> yes. Let's just um, be friends. <laughs> what's, ooh, what's I'm really going to make a choice. Thing, I think I would go for John Ruddy just because I think the 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 the, the, the more Math strength you see on Ruddy, yeah. Compared, I, I mean, I, I might be able to have Ruddy for speed. Like, I just I don't, know. don't don't give me nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Um, Diet Mayo, I think it's Diet Mayo. I probably got that wrong. Uh, will we see Zyro Graham in a Wolf shirt again? I I doubt mm, it. Really. No. Maybe Unfortunately, I mean, Z- Z- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zyro's kind of really sort of dropped out of the picture, right? Yeah. Um, January loan, perhaps, or a sell. Yeah, yeah, I think so, which is a shame. Uh, I mean, Graham as well. I don't believe he's featured at Fulham. Has well, I mean, he? the yeah. thing with 
Graham Fulham are sort of reading into. Because weren't we all outraged? We were, weren't we, to an extent? Why are they getting rid of Graham Fulham? Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, what, one of the things, it, it, there's a big sort of internal conflict at Fulham at the moment because mm. they hired, they, they've kind of tried to go down the stats route. And uh, they, right, the and, old Moneyball route. Yeah, and they got the owners brought in basically their mate who then came in charge of transfers so he was signing you know he had this wonderful algorithm to sign players and which weren't at the wishes of the manager and he was essentially allowed to overrule the manager on signings and one of the players who he suggested to sign was Jordan Graham and I'm assuming it's mm. because he has um, you know 12 assists in about 20 games mm. which is incredibly high yeah. what that potentially doesn't take into account is the injuries yeah, and yeah, yeah. personality yeah. you know and all that kind of other stuff that kind of actually makes a player a employer employee they're sorry they're just going to be consigned in a different era you know I, I mm. can't see them playing again Hollywood uh, yeah. uh, best famous person you've ever Ooh. met uh, preferably non-football related but will also accept so football um, or non-football in terms of famous people you've ever budged into <sighs> For those of a certain yeah. era, David Essex. Oh, okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly mine are footballers. Um, obviously, be, this doesn't really count on this, does it? Like people like Ian Wright. Um, one is not a celebrity, which is making me laugh. Was Tony out of Hollyoaks? Oh, right. You know, you know him. Yeah, Good old Tony out of Hollyoaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. been there twenty years. Yeah, bumped into him in Chester. Um, there were probably others, but they weren't probably famous enough to. I was going to say, I think it's sometimes better. It's better to meet like a yeah. D-list celebrity, I reckon, than it is yeah. to meet an A-list. You one. need a good anecdote yeah. when you meet a celebrity, don't you? If you just say, yeah. oh, so, I, I bet, met so and so, it's just, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. it. Okay. I once said, all right, to Fern Cotton. That's the only thing. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, I was in a, yeah. a, a, a known uh, shoe <laughs> department. Dave, okay. Dave, this isn't the BBC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was called Shoe. I think it is Shoe. You know, oh, shoes. yeah, with yeah. this. With, well, yeah. I was trying yeah. this was years ago in uh, old Covent Garden, gone to London oh. for the weekend, and uh, yeah, very fancy. And uh, <laughs> trying on some, <laughs> some new trainers, and I looked up to where the counter was, and this woman went to the, the counter, and I, oh, I thought, that looks like phone cotton. <laughs> and I was just trying these shoes on, and she turned around, and I was like, oh, that is phone cotton. She's kind of looking at right, <laughs> what do I do? And I just went, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and that was it. You're right. The you do the thing edit. that anybody does yeah. out of Wolverhampton when you meet anyone. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. There you go. Yes, I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was it. So, yeah. for, say, Furcott and David Essex and Tony and, from Hollyoaks. Yeah, it's as it's good as that. That's a great trio. Yeah. Uh, we then go on to uh, Adam. Uh, just Adam. Clean Adam. Um, worst TV show. Oh. Oh, worst TV show. Oh. Actually no, I, I I've got a knack of what I I quite enjoy watching bad, bad TV. TV shows. Yeah. Okay, um, so a couple that I'm watching. One's called Scorpion, which is right. about a group of geniuses who have all got like a bit emotionally dysfunctional. They solve like crimes and stuff and stop LA from falling apart. But it's pretty terrible, I think. Okay, somehow it's on its third season. And there's another show called Zoo, uh, which. Which actually is it, which one. isn't actually to be fair too terrible, but it's like um, animals start attacking humans through long convoluted stuff. <laughs> but actually, I thought it was going to be terrible, and it's not particularly great. But at least some of the characters have some decent arcs. Those yeah. are my. If you're looking for bad TV shows, I, I don't mind bad TV. I, I not particularly shows as such, but I went through a spell of watching shopping channels. Okay, and yeah. just watching, you know, somebody sell a. That fryer for an hour, or bit of bid up tea. Do you get to the point yeah, when you no. were really convinced and you kind of thought, "Oh, I, I might I buy that." I, I did purchase from QVC many years ago. <laughs> Good old QVC. Um, um, well, it was USA '94 sticker album. <laughs> QVC. I can't think of any. I can't think of any just because I usually just turn them off. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm guessing you're sort of angling for things like, I don't know, like, I'm a celebrity, but yeah, I don't, I don't think they're... Yeah. yeah, I'm trying... Ooh. No. I could tell you a film, there's a film I watched years ago called um, Pink Flowers, and Bill mm. Murray in it, and you thought, oh, it's got Bill Murray in it, this yeah. one's it's good. It's solid, yeah. And it was, oh, oh literally, yeah. I'm not, not getting that hour and a half back. <laughs> I mean, something like Jupiter Ascending. I'm not seeing it, but again, I've heard 
very it, bad it, things. It's as bad as it's been described, <laughs> David. Like, you know, like, with something like uh, The Room, yes. um, which is bad, but you can, it's almost at a point where it's laughably bad. Well, The Room's a, a cult hit, isn't yeah. it? That's why we've got the, the Disaster Artist out yeah. as well. Um, I've, it feels like we're just always film both. <laughs> yeah. Film but, um, yeah, like, there, there is nothing about Jupiter Ascending. But, no. like, yeah. I remember seeing a film, a, one of the generic rom-coms with Ben Stiller in it. Um, and I can't even think of the title, but it was one of those, you know, one of those where yeah. I think he—he—it's the one where he marries this girl after a month, but then realizes he shouldn't have done that, and <laughs> one of those things. But yeah, that, I saw that cinema, and I thought I'm not getting that time back either. Yeah. So yes, bad TV show slash films. Yeah. Heading to there, <laughs> uh, Keith Rhodes says top of the league, fans happy, players happy, winning with style, scoring for fun, and everyone likes the people in charge. So when <laughs> how we will screw it all up? <laughs> Which you talked about mainly. Oh. Is there a pinpoint you'd like to um, to go to this season? A date, and then we can go back. A date that we can. The eighth of February. Eighth of February. Eighth yeah. of February. Well, we have a ga- I was going to say we have games on the third and the tenth. Oh, okay. So something happen in between that. Way. So yeah, you make so it's yeah. going <laughs> so to happen on yeah. Thursday the eighth. Triple injury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Jota runs naked round Queen Square and gets on the man on the horse and falls off and breaks the leg of the... I don't know. I'm, I can't mm, think of you know. I'm going for January 21st. Okay. I don't know if there's a game, but I'm just going to say. Something's going to happen then. Yeah. I was going to say I was going to say January, I think around the time of fourth round of the FA Cup. Yeah. But we'll get like a half-decent team and we'll go, you know what, we're going to play We're going to play a first team here and like two of them are going to get sent off and one's going to get injured. Uh, final question, Tom Rouse. Uh, if NASA sent Willy Bolly to space, uh, would objects between uh, the size of a penny and a tennis ball be attracted to his gravitational pull? I think that's a compliment or a question. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> so got Willy Bolly there. He's got, he's got his suit on. He's in space. Mm. He's checking out. You know. You know. Earth. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> what what gravitational pull are we getting here? Are we getting a. Are we getting a tennis ball? Are we getting. A penny, we're getting another space station. He's, oh no, it, it, I've, I've grabbed it. <laughs> My mind's gone somewhere else. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be pun based, I'm going to ruin it now. But if um, Willy Bolly ever went to Iceland, do you think he's ever see a, a Willy or Rolly Bolly Alice? We just got that out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As <flying> around, yeah. <laughs> that, that's where I was kind of going with sort of, oh, is he going to. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll finish on. There's one more. We'll finish on a, on a toughie uh, from Luke Mason. If you had to sell one of the following, who would it be? Jota, Bonatini, Cavallero, Nevis, and we're all obviously on the presumption they signed. So obviously some of those are on loan, but you have to sell one of them, gentlemen. Who are you going to sell and crush many hearts? Sorry, it was Cav, Costa, Jota, no, Bonatini. No, it was Jota, Bonatini, Cav, Neves. Oh, and Neves. Oh. Um, so four, basically the four main I'd stars, as it were. I'd probably sell Cavalero. <gasps> four uh, goals in four games. What are you doing? I would do the same because I think you've got Costa. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think, I think Bonatini is difficult yeah. to replace at the moment and the others are... Um, um, I would sell. I'll probably sell Cav as well. So basically, <laughs> yeah. we, he's not only on working man's match, but we'd also <laughs> easily sell him. Yes, <laughs> that's what we. I, I mean, I get rid of him in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it, everyone. Twitter wow. done, done and dusted. Oh. Another enjoyable time down at the corner. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Hill & Smith Limited and Opera Creative. You can follow us all week for your lols and trolls on social media uh, at WWFC Fancast on Twitter, Wolves Fancast on Facebook, Wolves underscore Fancast on Instagram. You can go on our website. There's some blogs, as I say, from Rich I'm on Stace. There is one for me as well about how Wolves aren't selling their souls. They're just evolving. Why don't you just check that out as well? Yeah. You can also Evolution, check- not revolution. Exactly. You can also check out Sam Murphy's match report for the game against Bolton and Leeds as well. Just go to wallsfancast.com, click on blogs, and you can read to your heart content while listening, yes. maybe. And Christmas is coming early. Yeah. Let's not forget that yeah. merchandise. You've got to sell, yeah. got to sell that yeah. merch. Uh, yeah. Click on shop as well. You can get yeah. express delivery, but, you know... 
I'd save a couple of pennies with standard. Yeah. Dave will like this as a, as a wrestling reference because a Ooh, lot of the here we go, here we go. a lot of the wrestlers on their independent scenes are yes. like Foley. You can probably see where I'm going here. The old, the old indie scene. The old indie scene. They'd bring their merchandise before the shows, wouldn't they? Okay. So maybe that's what we need to do. Set a table up and sell our merchandise. So Where are we setting up this it. table? I don't know. I, I, this came to me just <laughs> I was gonna seconds say. ago. <laughs> which, uh, is this Paul Wall's game before yeah. fan cast recording? Because if we are, Ben, maybe, it's going to be cold. You know, maybe we could get one of those t-shirt session, cannons. Maybe. T-shirt cannon. And just, yes! Can we just get on the pitch for a few minutes? They did the Molyneux one year, didn't they? They, they went through yeah. a spell, didn't they? Yeah. Could you imagine if we just rocked up to the uh, the store at, at Molyneux <laughs> and put our own <laughs> table there and said we're doing a signing session and see the response? Yeah, so signing session maybe confirmed soon or maybe not. Let us know if yeah. you would turn up to a fancast <laughs> signing session Please genuinely. Yes. Uh, I mean, we float, we float your idea of doing a fancast drinks. You yeah. know, so this is a million miles away. So anything in terms of would people want to meet us without tripping an ego is the question. <laughs> yeah. Just let us know. Genuinely, if you want to, why not? We'll, we'll meet you for a drink. We'll buy you a drink. Add uh, <laughs> <laughs> WWFC fancast on. Twitter. Also, as we mentioned before, if you listen to us on iTunes, uh, please do give us a uh, five-star re- review and subscribe, of course, uh, because it does help us, apparently, with the charts. Mm. Everyone's asking you to do it on all these other podcasts, so we might as well ask you as well. Yeah. yeah. So if you do like do what it. we do, it literally takes you two seconds. You can do it whilst you're listening to the show. Whilst I'm actually saying this, by the time I've said it, you could have already done it. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. If you write a hilarious review with lots of Wolves cult hero references I'm happy to read them out on the podcast there we go you could even get a mensch as I yeah. call it I think Bristol Wolf may do that yeah he, he yeah. likes a mensch why don't you buy it's some merch and whilst wearing your merch you can get a mensch yeah, yeah. Wow. merch mensch the list is <laughs> yeah <laughs> ok that's all we've got time for we'll be back next week to look back at that game against Blues but for now it's bye from Rye Bye. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. And bye from me. See you next time. Escape your everyday with out-of-this-world action. From the gritty apocalypse of the Walking Dead universe to the cyberpunk realm of The Watch and the criminal underbelly of Gangs of London, AMC Plus is more than entertaining. It's epic. Feel all the chills and thrills with Shudder's Halfway to Halloween Month. Experience Shudder's biggest month of horror featuring a new season of Creepshow and new movie premieres every week, all available ad-free and on demand. Start your free trial today at amcplus.com.